Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It's the Zach Sang Show, and we got Heather. Hi. We have Dan. Hello. And we welcome back to the studio the wonderful, the beautiful, the super talented, and really good energied Dea. Yay! I love that intro. Good energied. <laughs> good energy, yeah. Right in the moment, I had to add an ED in there. You do yeah. have good energy, though. You, Thank you. You really do. You bring good vibes with you. And Thanks. Um, we're just talking about your life here in Los Angeles, which yeah. has been, how long have you been, has it been that you've been coming back and forth here? Probably about three years. Because I wrote Hideaway, um, it's going to be three years in January. Um, and so then that started taking off like the spring after that. So since then I've been on the road. But now I have like a house house. So I'm like here to stay. Did you buy it? Um, yeah, I'm renting it with a friend. Cool. Yeah, we're rooming. Who but, is this friend? Uh, he's an artist too, actually. Nice. Yeah. You might know him. Parson James. Parson James. I've heard that name before. Yeah. He's like one of my best friends. He's amazing. Wow. Look at you. You're going to have like a whole little Kardashian thing going, you know? <laughs> yeah. You promote him. He promotes you. You guys work right? together. You launch That's, a sock we, line. We did it for the biz. No, we're actually just like really, really tight. He's awesome. I, was it hard and has it been hard making friends like over the last three years? Um, I would say, yeah. I would say just because I'm always like... I wouldn't say it's hard. Been, it's been hard making friends. I would say it's probably been hard making friends my age. Like yeah. I have a lot of friends that are like mid twenties, mid thirties, um, and I think like it doesn't. I don't care. Like I don't really. That doesn't bother me. But it's a, a lot of people that I work with just because I'm around them all the time. But I don't have time to just like go out and like hang with people. And even if it doesn't bother you, it could bother them. And then when, <laughs> then when you think about it, like you're you nineteen. Think so? I know. I I think you're nineteen right now, and I yeah. think for like nine because I was the same way. I was always young working with people older than yeah. me and for like 98% of the time it'd be totally cool and then it'd be that moment where like you're out to dinner and you want to get a drink or yeah, you want to go to a bar those are the moments that suck yeah, it those is are like, the moments that suck the most because I'm just like well I can't do anything in this situation yeah, you, like, gotta, you gotta part ways yeah and, and you, you've got I'm like holding them back and I feel bad I'm like no go like party spot on yeah you get Go it have fun. you can like, get into a club don't let me hold me back <laughs> well I could yeah <laughs> have you yeah. Well, um, I, yeah. Well, when I'm traveling abroad, most other countries I'm legal. So I just like just hop into it. those clubs. Um, but I have some connects here as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> connects. Daya knows people. I know people. <laughs> Is that a crazy? Don't cross me. I know people. <laughs> Is that a crazy thing to say? That, because you do, you know, you do have connections. You've built up quite yeah. the reputation. Yeah. You have quite the, the discography with a couple hits under your belt. Thank you. It, it, it weird for you to be like, yeah, I got connects at a Los Angeles Hollywood nightclub. <laughs> no, I think it's just like, I don't, I think it's just, a, I, I'm always like willing to support other people and like the same, like vice versa. Like I hope that like people are willing to give me what I give them. So yeah. I just, I think that like once I establish like those relationships, that's, it's going to be like everlasting, you know, and, so and they're always going to be there. As, as long as you're there for them. Yeah. That's exactly. how it works. Yeah. As long as I don't flake on them. The Chainsmokers, you still talk to them? I mean... Yeah, um, I actually haven't seen them in a bit. They've been crazy busy, um, as always. But yeah, I'm still like really tight with them, and um, they're amazing, and I wish them like all the best with what they're doing. I think they're, they're taking probably a little bit of a break, because the last year was crazy for them. It's They've been on a journey, too. Yeah. Insanity. And, you know... You helped them and then they helped you. That was like a nice mutual thing there. Yeah, it's funny because it's like, 
the Chainsmokers weren't like the Chainsmokers when when they reached out to me. Um, they had just had Roses. It was just like making its way slowly up yeah. the charts, and then Hideaway was kind of right there with it. So it was like the perfect blend for us to both do that song together. Whose idea was it? Who went to who with that? Everyone tries to take credit for it. <laughs> I feel like their manager was like, "It was mine." Like, thank me in your acceptance speeches. Like, wow. and then um, they're like, "No, it was Alex." And then Alex like, or Drew's like, "No, it was me." So I, I don't know. I think it's just like, I think that um, it was probably Alex, to be honest. But it, <laughs> I think they just had heard my song and they just reached out and I think they sent the song out to a bunch of people. So um, I'm really lucky that mine was the one they picked. Where do you keep your Grammy for that song? My parents confiscated it for me. They keep it at our house in Pittsburgh. Nice. They they knew that I would just like lose it or and they made you so break it or something. It's their Grammy, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say that. But. How about? But was that a fight though? When your mom goes, "I'm taking the Grammy and it's gonna stay at my house." Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, hold on, like that's not." I think. Um, yeah, they just like to put it on like display for their parties that, that they have at the house. Show and, like, <laughs> See, that's all I would do. Like, if I'm living in LA and I'm giving a fancy award like that, every time somebody comes to the house, I would take them on the take tour. Take it out, yeah. The first thing would be a trip to the trophy case, a single trophy right, case. Right, right. You just have a tro- like in the entrance, into the entryway. You like open the door and it like hits the case. It's like right there when you walk in. Obviously, with a light from below. But I feel like yeah. Grammy is more exciting in Pittsburgh than it is in LA. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Grammy is nothing here. Right. It's like, oh, everywhere. Thing. It's just like another accessory on the wall. It's another like wall art, piece of wall art or something. How about that poor girl that like gave you? What'd she say? The chain smokeries? Do you remember that? Did she? You, you, know, you didn't hear that? She said, oh, I was goes probably to shaking. The chain smokeries. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> the go chain smokeries. She completely butchered their name when you went up to accept it for everyone. Oh my God. No, I was like shaking and like already crying. So no, <laughs> I didn't notice any of that. <laughs> Sit still look pretty. That was the EP. And dude beautiful and i remember when it first came out and it came out in 2016 like really just a pop record top to bottom each song was standalone i when i'm listening to it i didn't feel like there was a through line between every song i could be completely wrong i felt like each one was its own individual story but it, well done thank you yeah, i don't feel like you <laughs> i don't know if you came on the show to promote that before or not but i just felt like i had to tell you because it yeah. really is like thanks um yeah that was that was just kind of like my foot in the door and i'm really happy that that happened the way that it did but i'm really just excited to be releasing my new stuff and um i have like a much bigger hand i feel like in the whole creative process now and um that feels good to me and it feels like more real and more natural so i'm excited for my new stuff so okay new is the first single from that new stuff or yeah. is that still attached to the old it's, stuff it's it's from the new stuff so i wrote that this summer with um stargate nolan lambrosa brett mclaughlin and um johnny newman and we all just kind of got in a room together and i was like this is crazy i'm in with stargate like they're massive and um uh, but they just, they were super, like, they, they didn't have massive egos, like huge producers would. They just, um, they were just kind of like very respectful of me. And they just, uh, that song was literally created because they were like, day I just go in the booth and mess around. And then that's kind of where everything was built. Now, on your first, like, album, you only wrote one song on that album, right? The first one. The first one. So now, The first album? Yeah. No, I wrote on, uh, actually, like, five Whoa. songs. Nice. Yeah, but I, I didn't, I don't think that I had, like, 
really I think I was just like it was too crazy and um, I was literally still in high school when the EP was created so yeah. it was kind of all made for me and um, and going forward I think that I just want to like write on every single song and I've told my label that and it's not just because I'm like oh I want I don't know like just for the pride or whatever I think it's more about just like me like being able to own what my music is and yeah. talk about it like genuinely so and I, well, because that was gonna be my question right like what do you do to get into the room and now that you're in the room consistently and a part of every single song that's created I mean how, how has that changed your perspective of music and the music process yeah well I've been my uh, I've been a musician my whole life um, I started piano when I was like three years yeah. old so it comes really really naturally to me and actually the melodies come easiest to me um, first so I usually like start off with those and then kind of like try to find a concept that's relevant to my life and and people come in and they help me build the lyrics around that a bit Got but it. um but I've I feel like I've really really grown within the past six months because I haven't been on the, I haven't been as busy as I've been I've been I have been mainly in the studio so it's been nice to like work with such amazing people and just kind of explore like I go into it being like how can we make this as weird and different as possible (laughs) and then sometimes we make really bad songs from that but sometimes (laughs) they come out amazing so so you're walking into the studio with an idea of a story that you want to tell do you have lyrics attached to that already written yeah sometimes it's like I mean, when you're writing for so many days straight, it just, you start to hit a block sometimes. So sometimes I'll just like go in and ask if they have a track or a concept in mind. And then like we go from there and like maybe it'll inspire something in me. Um, But yeah, mainly I just go in and I'm like, this is what I'm feeling today. So when you're on this journey, right, of like (laughs) really like building your career, I mean, you're... You're becoming a, a musician, like a full-fledged musician yeah. with hits on the radio and touring around the country. Yeah. Is it hard to live life like a normal person so then you can have that inspiration to bring back to the studio to create records that can connect? Um, yeah, I think that was the biggest struggle in the beginning was that I was like, I don't have anything to write about. Like, <laughs> I got, like, I just, I've been literally working for three years straight nonstop and like, don't, I'm not in a relationship, don't have like, just, I, I was literally just like work, 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 work. So I was like, how many songs can I write about work (laughs) like um but I think I think now that I've like been in LA for a minute I've had time to like kind of just chill and that's been the best thing I think for my songwriting and um and it's just really like developed my life experiences a lot more what has this whole musical journey like taught you about yourself like what do you realize about yourself because you like we talked about earlier you're only 19 like yeah every day you can learn new things yeah um I know. I there's still like I change my mind every day, and um, I think the thing that I I feel like the with new especially I feel like it's a more like personal vulnerable approach than the last album where it was kind of like talking around my feelings and not really like getting to the point. But new is just like if I don't say it, then like who will? You know, like if my um, my fans hear something that they can relate to that really connects with them that they feel is like really genuine then that then that'll establish like a better connection between both of us so um i feel like the best thing for me is just to be like really really honest with myself did you cheat on someone did i cheat on someone um no that's kind of what i'm getting from these new lyrics what are you getting well what the hell did i do no (laughs) messing with someone new no, I might. To, do. <laughs> it turns out you didn't want to do that. 
No, I was like cheating in my mind. You know what I'm saying? No. Like in the lyrics, it says like. I'm with this person, but I'm just thinking about you. Oh, so uh, she's not physically like a, cheating with uh, anybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm not physically. So mentally, which mentally, I, some people can make the case that that's just as bad because if you're not mentally present with your lover, right? But then, then you realize that it's not working out. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's the first step to realize yeah. that you shouldn't be here. Yeah, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that just like tells you what's going on. Like if you don't like this person that you're with, then and move you're on. thinking about the other person, then you have to move on. It's hard so, to break up with someone though. Sometimes. So is this song written off? I usually just that, like skirt on them. I just like, yeah, don't answer go, any yeah, of their texts. Them. Yeah, because it's the easiest way out. Yeah, and it's really like I do that too. I'm like Weak. the like least confrontational person ever. I'll just be like, <laughs> "Sorry, I'm busy," and then just like never answer any yeah. of their texts ever again. I'm a wet noodle in that world. Yeah. <laughs> so is this song based off something that like happened to you recently, or when was this written? When was this? Whole um. Thing yeah. This was this was like spring summer of last year. Okay. Um. But. Yeah, I I think the main thing is like I'm just a very like non-committal person, um, and I'm always like very independent-minded. Meaning like I just want to focus on myself and just like work. And I don't know. I th- I feel like I'm I'm never like willing to. I, that sounds like awful, I, but <laughs> put someone else first. But yeah, you're only nineteen. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just I just. Um, like have been in relationships where I'm just like this is not like we're not getting anywhere this isn't helping either of us like I don't know why we're doing this do you think the reason why is because it's hard for you to give because you have so much going on I think so yeah yeah I think it is hard and I'm just yeah I'm like very terrible at texting back and like (laughs) and like answering whatever I'm just I'm always like in my own world and focused on what's going on right now so I think it's just hard for me to like have someone else depending on me but you know what Independence is a thing, and relationships happen. Independent women, That's yeah, it. Woo! Woo! and like yeah. relationships happen. Like, and, and when the time is right, you'll know it, obviously. But also, the right person will come into your zone, who allows you and supports you, even though you're in your own little world. Yeah, because the pockets that when you come out of it and you care about the person you're interested in or love or whatever, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. At least that's what I I'm know. Telling I, myself. I think so too. That's yeah. it. It's, it probably will be. I don't know. I'm the same way. I, yeah. you know, I don't answer text messages. I do get into my own head. I, yeah. I deal with things that are only happening right now. Yeah, and, me too. And I've been trying to make like a uh, long distance relationship work, and I'm I'm, I'm just asking myself why. Like, yeah. If they're not here in the flesh, like I know. What yeah, am I doing? It's just hard. That that's always been hard for me. And I actually came into the studio that day with the idea of suitcase because I'm always just like packing my th- like literally in like um, metaphorically like just like packing my things and going on to the next thing I'm always just like what's next what's next what's new like I get bored of things really quickly too Um, so I came in with the idea of that um, just like as a concept as a whole and then we kind of like built the song around that about me just like being really just like kind of nomadic in my relationships do do you sit down and like process things you've been through like do you like do a long day and then like sit back and like be like whoa this is what just happened or yeah that's when I can't sleep at 3 a.m. and then I'm just like everything just my mind won't shut up it's dormant all day and then it's just like everything just fired at me 3 a.m. it knocks were you independent before new like is everything just you like before signing with a major yeah well I was I was signed to I was signed to an indie label called Artbeats okay and um that's where that's uh 
I I really sit so pretty through that the whole album, and then I just recently signed with Interscope. Yeah, why'd you decide to sign with a major? Um, I actually I I feel like it was just getting really really hard. I think I was just like wearing the same clothes every day, like the same T-shirt, <laughs> and just like was doing the job of like twenty people, and um and it taught me a lot for sure. Um, but I was like just worried about things that I shouldn't really be worried about and not focusing on like creating and mm-hmm. delivering. Um, so I think it, it, signing with Interscope has just given me the freedom to like do what I want to do and then and have all these resources, which has been amazing. Are they giving you the freedom to do whatever you want on this album? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they are. They are. Like, I, I definitely signed with Interscope because they put the focus on, like, um, artistic freedom and just, like, they're really good about um, just putting the artists first. And I know, like, every label was, like, promising that when I had meetings, but I think that they just are really one of the best at that. And, um, and so they're definitely, like, helping me guide. You know, they're like, oh, this one. I mean, they gave, like, constructive. Yeah things obviously but they're um they're good at like allowing me to just do whatever so yeah what was your biggest takeaway from being an independent artist what'd you learn uh, <laughs> a lot <laughs> um but it sets you up to go yeah, on to the next chapter in a yeah. pretty cool way i mean i think that what i learned was that building like industry relationships is the best like building connections with like radio and you guys and yeah. just everyone i think that that just like really helps to um you know if like i'm not giving you guys anything that you're not gonna play my song or mm. you know <laughs> like hope i don't know but i think that it just like helped me to understand kind of like the behind the scenes of everything a little bit more which like a lot of artists like don't really get nobody a lot of artists don't yeah, understand I was the like, importance of radio yeah I was like constantly like updating media base like on my <laughs> phone like Dude. had it as like my lock screen like. <laughs> and like who knows like maybe 50 60 years from now or 30 whatever you can own your own label you can uh you could be a radio promo person that's go. what I'm saying I can do it all <laughs> you can work do all of it anyone I know I, I know everyone Okay, so new is obviously the first record off of a new sound for you. When do we get to hear all of that? Uh, we don't know. I don't know. But soon. How many songs <laughs> are we sitting on? A lot. Like and- a lot of songs. I don't know. Um, I Like some people on my team will play me a song and I'll be like, I don't even remember that one. Like wow. there's just been so many. But and- good. But that's a good thing. Like I feel like I've just really been able to to like explore different genres and just find like what sound works best for me. Got it. And the the songs you're creating, are they connected at all? Do you want this album to tell a story? Do you want it to, what do you want? What's your goal? Yeah, I think that's what, so where I'm at right now is like, I have all of these like great songs and, um, I don't, I don't feel like I have really an out. I feel like an album, putting an album together is an art in and of itself. Like, I feel like it's just like, having to find songs that like sonically sound the same or similar and then tell a story and like have all these different messages. But I don't, so I don't feel like I'm there yet, but I do feel like I have a a really good body of work so far. You know, you've been in the public eye. Your music's been pretty much everywhere at this point, right? And it continues to grow and hopefully new continues to grow as well. What do you want people to know about you? I, I do feel like the world thinks that you are an artist that, People don't really know. Does that make sense to you at all? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like people want to get to know more about you and what your deal is what every day. What do you want to know? I, I don't know. <laughs> Ask me. Fire the questions at me. I'll tell you anything. How do you start your day? 
how do I start my day? Um, coffee. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Twitter, Instagram? Do you have like, do you have like a Finsta? Like, I do have a Finsta. So you do have friends out there and you are documenting the day of life. But Oh yeah, but it's a different day of life. <laughs> what is that day of life? That's what I'm talking about. It's embarrassing. It's a Finsta for a reason. <laughs> it's like all the weird, embarrassing things that happen to me. Like what? So give me, give me an example. Mm. I knew you had a Finsta. Like I, I just You told, just could tell. I could tell that you you're just, a Finsta I just give like off the Finsta vibes. <laughs> uh, what's the one that I posted the other day? Uh, they're really... <laughs> They're really weird. I don't know. I'm not telling you anything. But see, I knew because I was like, you know, on Instagram and Twitter, like you, you get a little bit of you, but like yeah. not all of it. But but a 19 year old or I'm anybody, just really bad at social media though. Like yeah, I don't even post a lot. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm way less active on my Finsta. How many followers do you have on there? On there, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I have like. <laughs> Probably have like 30. That's enough. I it's mean, like a good amount. That's a healthy amount of close friends that you're yeah. willing to share that with. It's it's when it's like back in the early when I first got an Instagram when like you you would wait until the names disappeared so you could see the likes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you could still see the names <laughs> when it was like eight people. Yeah. So it's literally like still that like you can still see all the names of people. Hey, <laughs> they support you. I don't even get 10 likes on them. It's fun though. How often do you go home to Pittsburgh? Um, I go to Pittsburgh probably like every three months or so. Yeah. That's nice. What do you do when you're home? See my family. Yeah? Do yeah. We, do we have friends there? Um, they're all at school, so like not really. So yeah, like you don't have any friends from home that live with you here. Have you tried no. that? Have you thought about doing that? No. Well, actually my day-to-day -day is um, he is from Pittsburgh too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He knows the Pittsburgh um, way of life. Yeah, he's a little bit older, but we we actually did this like conservatory thing um, when we were younger together. Oh, so you did know each other before. We everything. knew of each other, but he was always like in the older group, like the more advanced group. Oh. Yeah, it was like, it was like a singing thing. And he was more advanced then, and now. Yeah. Now look where we are. Come on, <laughs> you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. Are there any features on this upcoming album? Uh, not that I know of yet. Okay. But. Now, this, this is the second album, right? Yeah. So how do you avoid the sophomore slump, as people like to say? Um, I think it's good, because I think my first album kind of built a base. It, was, it wasn't, like, crazy huge. Um, so I think that that just, like, helps to take some of the pressure off. Um, and I'm, like, really confident in this new stuff. So. But by the way, like, we're talking about, like, an album, but you might not release a full album Right, like, or you could release a full album at one point, but if you want, you could release a single, two singles, yeah. five singles, and yeah. eventually that can add up to an album. Yeah, I think we might do. I think we might do like a little build into it. Do you think you know what a hit sounds like? Do I know what a hit sounds like? Um, I think I have a good idea. What yeah. is your, if you could break it down into a formula? Even though I know that that is like a, a it's not bad a, question to ask because it's it isn't not a, a formula. formula. It's not. I feel like it's just. It's like you just when when it's a hit, you feel it. I don't know. I think that it's not really like because pop isn't really a genre. Like there's so many songs on pop radio today that are like you would never think of them as pop. Agree. So I think that we like we create pop really and i think like if there's a song that sounds different or um unique in some way that still is catchy and still could grab everyone's attention then i feel like that i mean if you have to put it into a formula that might be it 
Yeah. It's beautiful. Thanks. Pop reflects society. We the people. <laughs> X squared equals. You don't even know. Great culture. <laughs> Yeah. In truth, ha- has anybody reached out to you to feature on their songs recently? Yeah. Yeah. yeah anybody good? Um, anybody you're interested I'm, in? Yeah, but I can't say anything about them because they're not out yet. So when something some- could still go wrong. They could hate it. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Or do you Hopefully get nervous not. when you send those out? I think um, the weird thing for me is singing other people's songs. Like, I think that I just have such a distinct, like, um, kind of like melodical identity so I just yeah. I feel like I write melodies that fit my voice and, and I can't really just like put my voice on anything okay. um, so I have to find songs that like really fit that then what was right about the Don't Let me, the Chainsmokers record Don't Let Me Down I think that that really fit my voice I think right from the get yeah right from the well, actually we had to raise it a couple of keys I think but yeah when you're listening to other people's songs asking you to feature, what do you listen for? Are you listening for the fit in the vocal identity? Are you listening for it to be a hit? Um, I don't think I don't think the pressure is really on for me to like be on a feature that's a hit because it's not my song. Yeah, you're but right. I but you want it to do well. But I yeah, I want it to do well and I want to like it. So the last um, one gave you a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely want to like it for sure, but I don't know that like it has to be a hit. And has yeah. there been any features that you've turned down? Yeah. Does that? How does that make you feel? Why do you turn <laughs> them down? Um, I just feel like I'm not the right fit for it. Okay. Yeah. I don't, or, I don't know how to explain it. Or are they not it. the right fit for you? Uh, maybe. Same thing. Same thing. Was it a good thing or a bad thing winning a Grammy that early in your career? I think it was. It, I think it was a good thing. I mean, I can't ever say like winning a Grammy was a bad thing. <laughs> right? thinking, like it's so early in your career, and you had like a few songs out then, and now like your whole life, it's like, oh my god, I have a Grammy. How can I like get another, get another one, and like reach but, that peak again? Yeah, it definitely put the pressure on to create music that's still like kind of at that level. Yeah. Um. So that's definitely difficult. But the Grammys are such a weird thing though like people you, you would expect to win don't win and mm-hmm. like, you know some people who are who have had amazing careers don't even have a Grammy I think so. Justin Bieber only has one Grammy right yeah so like I, you I, have, think, I think Katy Perry doesn't have yeah. any which yeah. is crazy to me Katy Perry has none Justin has one and that I'm pretty sure he has one and that Grammy was so hard fought like for a long time. Which one does he have? I think he has like a, I think it was the best for Where Are You Now like a uh, collaboration that's I think it. something sort of oh, like okay. yours but yeah. he was not. He's been nominated in a few different categories yeah. over the years. But it goes back to what you were saying about feature songs. The pressure isn't there. So, like, you are a part of the Chainsmokers record that won the Grammy, but you, yeah. you, you, you contributed in a big way. Yeah. But all that does for you is maybe not create pressure because it's not a hundred percent your song. Yeah. But it makes you realize, hey. There's a certain level that these songs need to sound, even to like not just be considered, but to be played on the radio and yeah. to be considered some form of quality. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. This I don't know if this makes sense, but do you feel like when you see these other pop stars, do you look at them and be like, "Oh, I'm kind of like I'm one of them"? Um, I don't. Do you feel like you fit in? I mean, I never. I don't. I don't think I ever really feel like I fit in, but I think I like that. Like, I think I like being slightly. I don't. I don't like strive to be different, but I think that like just. I I want to be my own person, and I don't want to. I don't want to have like I don't want to sing songs that like any other artist could sing. Yeah. Basically, I want to have like kind of my own identity in that. 
And maybe also not fitting in, does that help you stay grounded? Because, sister, you're definitely rich, right? You got money. <laughs> you can really, you can do a lot of stuff at 19. Yeah. You are a minor, so I, I guess some goes, you don't get all of it or something yeah, like that. You're not minor. 19. Is she? Well, 18 oh, you're, when you, yeah. right, 18. Right. Yeah. The only thing she doesn't get is her own Grammys. <laughs> and alcohol. And, and alcohol. That's right. Two really important Parents things. <laughs> but but let's be real. You have a lot of money, right? You could do a lot of stuff. And really, you can fly anywhere. You can probably get a jet right now. No problem. How do you know about that? Uh, how do you stay grounded? How do you uh, how do you not let that factor into your everyday life? I think I'm just very hard on myself in general. I think I think I mean I've always been a perfectionist, and I think like I'm always trying to set the bar higher for myself. So, um, so I'm never like fully satisfied with where I am. Got it. Yeah. What was your big uh, expenditure? What did you spend a lot of money on? What? Oh, is your purse? Yeah, my purse. Where'd it go? It's on the floor, right next to your feet. I can't believe it's on the floor. Yeah. Right. It's on, on the floor. How could I? It's on I'm our carpet. Off. No, it's definitely been on like festival grounds. Before. <laughs> like Gucci, <laughs> just what like is that? throwing it around. It's nice. Yeah, my Gucci purse. Nice. My Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. What is that, Ron? What is what is a Gucci bag? What is that? What is a Gucci bag? No. What is it, it's Ron? A, like how much is it? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Look it up. I'll give it a Google. <laughs> give it a Google. <laughs> no, there's really not a lot of information of you on the, uh, about you on the internet. It's that's weird. what I'm saying, man. Like, there's, that's why I was asking the pop star thing. Like, there's a lot of people who come in here, like Halsey or Camila. Like, you can find every little thing about them. That's because I was independent. But still, maybe you need to do something like controversial. <laughs> what, what do you think I should do? I don't know. Let's brainstorm. Let's, Let's get to the worm and come up with a few ideas. Break out the whiteboard. Should I just like lash out at all of you guys right now? Yeah, yes. right. Yes. Storm so out. Curse at us. Take your Gucci yeah. bag and leave. Can you hit me? Can I hit you? Yeah. I think we all If will. you ask nicely. <laughs> Thank you. Please hit me. I'm just saying, you want to cause a stir, you know? But really, yeah, there's not much about you on the internet. I think that's cool. I don't think that other people have gotten like popular because they caused controversy though. What? I think what? it's just I think it's like the support from the label and like yeah, and, other, and other things. Your evolution as an artist and the music yeah. you release and I guess the music that your story tells of you, right? Yeah. And then that's supported by everything else. But to be fair, Kim Kardashian did get famous off a of controversy. Right, but I, but I don't think the sex tape is in my near future. Never, <laughs> never. But but that's the difference. I think sometimes that's the difference between a true artist and somebody who has motives that are not necessarily the most pure. You get yeah, it's that a completely different kind of famous. Yeah, you know what I mean, I know, it's I know, not even the same thing. Anyway. Yeah, like, would you guys want to <laughs> like? Would you guys want to be famous off of a sex tape? No. No. Depends on who the sex tape is with. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's, she's into it. Yeah. Dan? Not Ray J, for sure. I mean, if I make Kim Kardashian money, sure. <laughs> Film me going to pound town. I don't care. Pound town, gross. You gave yourself a lot of credit pound saying town. you're that going to pound town. pound town. Pound town. But I guess that is true. You, ha- you do have this successful career music alone, which is cool. See, that's a true artist. Yeah. People focus on your music, I guess, not what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just really excited. I think just a lot of things are to come in the future. I think it's just the beginning for me. Amen. Yeah. And are, are your mom? Is your mom here, or is she in Pennsylvania? No, she's in Pittsburgh. Whoa, you are really like living Whoa. alone. Do you drive? No. Oh. She's so like, when nope. I, the week that I got my license, I got into a minor car crash, and 
got a speeding ticket. So, well, so they're like, yeah, I'm done. Uber's so I forever. think I was done with that. And they were both within like two minutes of my house. <laughs> That's when most accidents like happen. The dry, like I was pulling out of a driveway to try to turn around and it was literally across the street from my house. <laughs> like my mom could have seen it out of the window. Thank wow. God she wasn't. I tried to hide it from her actually, but. And you said nothing exciting was happening in your life and you had no inspiration. <laughs> Sounds like you have a lot of inspiration. Right, I never said that. She said there were six months where you were just in a studio. You were no relationships. Nothing was happening. I said at the beginning. Beginning. I said That's now that right. I've I've had time to like be a normal human mm. in the past six months, now I have stuff to talk about. But you listen, Dan. But I was listening. I just heard it, I guess. <laughs> but I do He's agree with you. Pound Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree, Dan. The world could use a song about a good minor car crash right? <laughs> across the street from her house. <laughs> I don't know. It. It. <laughs> but did you Instagram it? Did I Instagram it? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, come on. You should have done that. You're trying that, to hide it from her parents. You're right. I don't think Instagram... Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> what am I talking about? This was like three years ago. Um, yeah, I was trying to hide it, though. By the way, to end this off, I'll never forget the story of being in an Uber drive, uh, Uber, and the driver, I think I told you, was so excited that you were in his car. Your song had come on the radio Yeah. And it, while you were in the car, and then you told him, and then like it, hap- like, it happened like six weeks ago. Like prior, and yeah. then he was still telling the story that you were in his car. Every he time was the still song telling comes on. Oh, you were in his car. Yeah, and he after told me. me. Yeah, but oh. six weeks after you. Six weeks. Yeah. Oh, it was the same Uber driver that you guys both had. Yes. That's wild. Sorry, I told you. So I usually story just terribly. like, I usually try to see, like, I usually just like chill in the back and like see if they like change the station on me or, like, <laughs> or if they're singing along. That's or, funny. Yeah. Um, wow. When Dolly Don was on the radio, it was crazy because like almost every uber that i got into was playing it um so i would just like play all these like weird like little tricks on them but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like no better feeling right because that, that's yeah that's the goal is for, yeah for your music to be that widespread yeah oh my god it, it felt amazing it was so i mean it was like i would never i can't even describe that feeling put out into the universe right now three goals for 2018 Three goals for 2018. Um, this is going on the record. One is to learn how to cook because okay. I can't. <laughs> Done. All right. All right. We'll get you lessons. Two, um, two. Mm, I really want to play Red Rocks. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun one. Very. Yeah, cool. I just love that venue so much. Okay. I feel like that's doable. Yeah. And then three would be. To I have a know. big controversy. I was just about to say that. I was like, to go. cause a big controversy. <clears throat> or release new music and have that yeah. cause a conversation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, is the rest of the music coming that's out? Always, that's always the goal. That's always the goal. An ongoing thing. Is the rest of the new music coming out in 2018? Is that the plan? Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Cool. New nice. is the single right now. <laughs> Dea Grace is your real name. Yeah. Anyone call you Grace anymore? My Finsta followers. I didn't know that. <laughs> Daya sounds like such like a normal name. Like I didn't think like. Yeah. Uh, no. It's um. It's a translation of Grace and Hindi. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Heather approves. I do. I think that's great. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us, dude. Thank it really you guys. Means a lot. Thank you guys. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.